Hello and welcome back to the Top 2 Inches Rugby Podcast. This is episode 37, as ever brought to you by iSpy Surveys, the go-to specialist survey and inspection company based in Exeter, Devon. So where do I start? I guess I need to start with an apology. Obviously, last week's episode was um, pretty brutal. We obviously had some significant technical difficulties, um, as Brutal Bob politely uh, made you aware aware of before the start of the uh, episode. For the 10 people that I'm assuming listened to the whole thing, thank you for sharing your commitment to the podcast. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, I have had some virtual lessons with Bob on how to record a podcast, so hopefully this week there will not be any difficulties. However, modern technology dictates that sometimes things do go a little bit awry, but fingers crossed it won't be happening this week. So, what is going to be on this episode? The final round of the Gallagher Premiership, or Super Saturday as we like to call it, took place over the weekend, so Ollie will be here to give his review on the games, what happened, what went down and what his thoughts are. We'll also look ahead to the semi-finals, who's going to win, who's going to come out on top and get into the all-important final. We'll also check in on the um, fantasy rugby. Was it a good week for me? Yes, it actually was for once, which is nice. Um, Sarri's watch, the um, first round of the uh, playoffs to get into the premiership next season took place um, over at Ealing, I think it was. So we will tap into that result and any news from in and around the game we will also report on. Anyway, I've waffled on enough. Let's just crack on with this episode. Hello, mate. I am good. How are you? Not too bad at all. Not too bad at all. Thank you. Um, I've already apologised in the introduction about last week's podcast. Absolute sham of a show. Ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. And obviously, you're, you're fully aware that Brutal Bob has uh, appropriately chastised me and um, given me lessons in how to be a uh, podcast recorder. So, yeah. Play to him. I'm surprised you got off lightly as you did, to be fair, mate. I know. So, the, the 10 brave souls... Unacceptable. Unacceptable. The 10 brave souls that did persevere and listen, because I think they must have listened to it again. Thank you. Thank you for your commitment to our podcast. Anyway, so mate, how have you be been? Fair, to be fair to them, mate, I think the stat you need to see is how long they actually listen for. Because <laughs> most people would have switched off after about the first few minutes. Well, no, because that was still the introduction, but probably about two minutes after our conversation started, they'd have switched off, I'd imagine. <laughs> anyway, mate, anyway. listen. Anyway, how have you been? You okay? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Busy, 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 but uh, all good. Had a enjoying the sunshine. Had a nice beach day with the family at the weekend. So that was. I did. I, nice. I have to say, the photo you sent to me of you and your buddy smugglers was lovely. Yeah, I know, mate. I got a few heads turned there. A few heads turned. I'm sure you did. Going <laughs> off the dad bod. <laughs> the dad bod was out. Full dad bod on display. So yeah, I mean, obviously, mate, absolutely fantastic weekend with Sun uh, and obviously rugby. We're going to get onto the Gallagher Premiership in just a second. Um, Super Saturday, um, obviously. Um, but let's just start with the news. Um, and let's start with a little bit of sad news, unfortunately, mate. So the former Gloucester centre, um, Adams, has passed away at the age of 34, terminal cancer. Um, was only diagnosed back in April. Um, a massive shame for the sport and obviously all the fans and people that remember him in his playing days um, and obviously our condolences go out to his family and friends um, massive shame very much I hadn't, I hadn't actually heard that sad news mate but that, yeah that's very sad I uh, apologies to drop, drop that one on you mate but yeah unfortunately um, 
What else is there? Uh, London Irish fullback Homer. Tom Homer, he's retired. Has he? I hadn't heard that. Yeah, well, mate, you got to get into the into the BBC. I keep telling you. Uh, yeah, so he, thirty-one uh, year old, had agreed to move to French side Montalban. Oh my God, Montalban. Did say one of the French? One of the French sides. Some French team in Prodi Dirt, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he's just, he, he's just decided to stop playing. Uh, he's played rugby for thirteen years. Got some fantastic memories. Former England under twenty player. Um, I think he's just. Had enough. 126 appearances for the Exiles over two spells with them. Obviously, he was a Bath player as well. Yeah, that's a bit of a surprise, especially quite a, quite a young age, isn't it? To call it a game. Yeah. Yeah, so he, yeah, he sadly retired. Um, Worcester, transfer news, have signed uh, Hartbury wing Jack Johnson. Has he played right. guitar? They, I he... think Worcester have been quite busy, actually, of late, haven't they? But... Does he in, play guitar? Sorry, mate. I, I said, does he play guitar? Do you think? Sings about um, Jack Johnson, coconut, co- coconuts, and stuff. Well, is he called Jack Johnson? Yeah, you're not getting <laughs> the joke, are you? I am, no, I am. I am. I, I actually, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't hear exactly what you said on the name, but if it's Jack Johnson, very funny, very funny, Gareth. I like it. it, it. it. If if Brutal <laughs> Bob comes back and says to me, "You're you, mate," it's going to be like Jesus. I might pack, pack, pack this in. Um, Ireland captain Sexton has been left out of the squad for the summer tests. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Earls and Healy, they've all been left out. So that's interesting. Ireland are going with some fresh blood, maybe. A bit like Eddie Jones. Fowl's copying. Um, yeah, some of that's, uh, yeah, like Eddie, probably going to do the same, isn't it? Resting some of the senior guys, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but probably the big the big news story is the Pro 14 has been renamed. Would you like to have a quick guess at what it's called? No, I don't want to even try and guess, mate, to be honest. Okay, so it has become the United Rugby Championship. Of course. As South African sides joined the, join the tournament. I, I honestly thought they were already part of it, but... Sharks, Stormers, Lions and Bulls will play along the 12 existing sides from Ireland, Italy, Scotland and Wales in a 16-team league. So that's interesting. Fair play. I'd imagine that's pretty much Leinster taking that crown again, I guess. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that much about the South African side strength-wise, but um, yeah, Leinster obviously being the strongest. The original side, aren't they? Hmm. So we'll have to have to see how that pans out. That's the start, obviously, next season. Um, that is about it on the news. Have you got any rumours? Because I've got a, a rumour for you. I've got a uh, what appears to be a fairly solid Leicester Tigers rumour. I don't know if you've heard anything on the Tigers. I have heard of Leicester Tigers rumour. How the hell have you heard this one? Then go on, tell me. We'll see if we know what we're talking about. Mike Ford has been. Given the boots, apparently. I don't know if you've heard that. I have heard that, but that was yeah. not the rumour that I was thinking about. That's Mike, Ford, Mike Ford's been given the boot and apparently Kevin Simfield coming in instead. Yeah, the rugby league guy. Mm. Which See, could, want... could, could link him with the rumours about George Ford potentially departing as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Normally um... only hangs around if daddy's there, doesn't he? 
<laughs> well, he, yeah, absolutely. He was at Bath and obviously went to Bath and Daddy got booted out and he and he left Bath. Um, Kevin Simfield, fantastic rugby league player, obviously an absolute legend of the game. A uh, bit left field, not sure where he fits in with the whole Leicester kind of ethos. I just don't, I'm not quite sure what his role role's going to be in there. And what's his, what is his experience like at, at Rugby Union? Because obviously he's a league man, isn't he? Yeah, exactly, man. I, I, I can't can't answer any further comment any further on that because I'm the same. I don't know anything other than his rugby league background. So um, I'm assuming yeah. he's obviously been through some coaching qualifications and the like, but uh, haven't had a chance to look in, into that anymore. But I don't think it's actually officially confirmed by the club yet, is it? I think it's just a... No, a fairly no, solid think, rumor at this stage. Yeah, it? I think. Yeah, the thing is as well. I had I had actually heard that rumor a couple of weeks ago, um, but I wasn't. Again, it was all a bit poo pooed, and I wasn't hundred percent sure if that was something that was going to happen. So, no. Um, actually, the, the, the Leicester Tigers rumor that I was referring to is that they are going after Tom Curry. <laughs> Good luck to them out of contract with Sale next season, I think it is, and they are looking to entice him away from Sale and come in to the best club in the league, Tigers. Well, do you think... I think that one might definitely stay a rumour, to be fair. <laughs> do, you, do you think if they don't get Tom, they might go for Ben, because they're obviously twins? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, mate, but I'd I, I just... I'd be very, very surprised if um, either of the Currys uh, made made that move. To be fair, but they're, they're they're fairly big sale guys, aren't they? And uh, yeah, they've been with that club a long time. But sale are uh, as far as sort of squad and development and where they are on their journey, they're they're further ahead than Tigers at this stage, aren't they? So they're they're actually genuinely challenging for <laughs> brutal overall <laughs> this season, aren't they? With Tigers. Mm. Well, to be fair, Tigers could have got the. Uh, Probably should have got the um, challenge European Challenge Cup, shouldn't they? But uh, yeah, let's just remember where we finished in the league above Bath. I think that's that's fair. Uh, not that Mar- makes a difference, does it? <laughs> no, not really. Seventh or eighth or sixth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all playing in Europe next season. Um, I did. I can't attribute it to to this rumor other than hear it on on another podcast. But is Scotty Robinson coming to Bath as director of rugby? Has the Somerset Somerset Times recorded this anywhere? I haven't um, heard heard that from from any of my sources, mate. Um, mm. But I'd, I'd be surprised. I'd be um, surprised as well because he's in line. He's got to be in line to be the next All Black coach, isn't he? At some point. Yeah, but whether that's sort of imminent, because uh, I don't think they're going to likely, probably not going to make a change this close to the World Cup, are they? No. Like two years back from the World Cup, but um, no, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I would never be surprised with anything at Bath, but I, I, I think you know, Hoop, Hoop said is, by a true fan there, mate. Hooper's building something there, and uh, I think I'm pretty sure he's got the backing of the um, Bruce Craig and. And uh, and and the like, but um, yeah, never say never. But I think they need a bit of coaching additions to the coaching setup. But I wouldn't say director of rugby. A defence coach would certainly be. Uh, yeah, I think that's your that's your main port of call, isn't it? Literally, defence coach. That's what you boys yeah. need. Not being disrespectful, 
But, yeah. No, it is. There's no specialist defence coach in the clubs, and it's certainly yeah. changed this season, isn't it? But yeah, no, um, I agree on that one. The attack team, the attack's been changed, isn't it? With Williams coming in, definitely leaving, and obviously Danny Sipp will be having a, a big influence on that as well. But God, you're hanging your hat on Danny Cipriani, aren't you? Uh, well, we're going to win the league with him next season, mate. So uh... good decision, <laughs> absolutely. I'm putting my money on Bath again this season. Um, let's let's just um, park the news. Uh, Sarri's watch. So obviously on Sunday uh, it was the was the kind of um, playoff games, two yeah. like playoff games between Sarri's and Ealing. It was at Ealing. Saracens went full full bore for this one. All the lads were out. Good was at fullback. Lewington Daly, Tompkins, uh, Maitland, Farrell, an all international, near enough an all international backline. Um, Pretty much an all international pack. Um, what, take a guess at what the score was if you haven't heard. Me? Yeah. Well, I, I have heard, mate. It was <laughs> 60 nil. 60 nil, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, um, uh, yeah. Expected? Not, unexpected? Well, I don't know. Shocked, but not shocked, I suppose. But uh, pro- probably nil is a bit of a shock. But um, yeah, I'd agree. I, th- I think a, a dominant and really conclusive win is no surprise because there is just a huge gap isn't it I mean Sarri's squad is like ridiculous top, yeah. top of the Prem if not top of Europe as far as their strength and depth isn't it and, and Ealing are uh, top of the top of the championship um, and if they came into the Prem they'd, they'd you know in reality with the squad they've got they'd, they'd be struggling to stay up wouldn't they but uh, well, they'd at least be giving Worcester a bit of a push for them. I mean, yeah, but do you know what I mean? They'd be, they'd be, they'd be fight, fighting out that relegation battle, wouldn't they? But um, yeah, yeah. So shocked, but not shocked. But um, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, 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 it's almost a bit of a, a uh, bit uh, thing, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't know if it does the the championship any favours or not. No, exactly. And it's, it's, uh, if I was Ely now, I'd be thinking I, I can't be asked to play next week. Yeah, we're just going to get our asses handed to us again. What's the point? Yeah, and then what, and how do Saris, do you know, do they rest their Lions guys and all the rest of it, or or do they just go full goo again? Isn't it? But I think it'd be a bit risky to. I would, I would imagine they would go full full ball again at least for the first half, and then take off those guys, you know, just to play it safe because you never know, mate. Do you? A few red cards and and it could all change. I think. Just the way Sarri's, how clinical they were in that. They, they did not give up. And they could quite easily, you know, when you go sort of 30, 40 points ahead, just take the yeah. off the gap, but they didn't. It was proper Sarri's not giving an inch in any way, regardless of the scoreline, wasn't it? And, uh, well, it was ruthless, I, I, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and exactly, ruthless, yeah. And I, and I think because they've done that in the first leg, they'll, personally, I reckon they'll just go exactly the same in the second leg and look to... Because it's almost just proving a point, isn't it? Like saying this is just ridiculous. You've just for us coming down into this competition, we've just completely wiped the wiped the slate with uh, with everyone. Sort of. Thing. I know they. I know they have had a couple of slip ups, but um, pirates being the big one, wasn't it? But um, yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, I just think that's the mentality, isn't it? That it's just a pro- prove a point type of mentality, yeah. isn't it? And, and, yeah, it's a bit of a mockery, really, isn't it? I think. All those guy anti Saring's people, it's just it was probably always going to end this way, wasn't it? If you if you put them down there, they're going to come straight back up and come straight back up in a dominant way, aren't they? But uh, yeah, absolutely. 
But anyway, that's a yeah. Just, that's, a side, just, that's a side issue, isn't it? Just out of interest, are you typing at the moment? No, I'm not. Okay, I could. <laughs> I could hear like it sounded like you were tapping. I was just thinking, Jesus, we've got even more technical problems. But no, don't worry. Forget that. It may be just me. Um. So Gallagher Premiership final weekend. Um. Sadly, again. Games called off. Uh, the Bristol London Irish one was called off because of COVID. Um, well, because of COVID, that was a bit on the last minute job. I think that one. Um, you text me halfway through the day if I remember saying the games off. Um, Gloucester and obviously Worcester, the West Country esque. Is it West? No, it's not West Country, is it? Midlands, West Country. I don't know. Derby between Worcester and Gloucester. If it is a derby, that was also called off. So we, we dropped down the Super Saturday term from six games down to four games. But to be fair, we were treated to some absolute classical games, some high-scoring games and some games that were just pure, unadulterated violence and power and hurt and brutality. Yeah. So where should we start? Should we start with your boys? Because I, I have to say, I, I I really enjoyed the Bath game. Um, I... I thought Bath were really good. I was a little bit apprehensive again because they, they kind of got that lead again. They started quite well, got some tries on the board. I think they got two quite early tries through Underhill and Falatau. Um And then they kind of went off the boil a bit. Northampton came back in. Um, Norivaro was a bit of a menace for them. He picked up a couple of tries. Hutchinson scored a really lovely try again. But Bath sort of stuck to the task and it was very much, um, you know, a nail-biter right till the end until when in the red, Bayliss, um, the ball was secured and Bayliss, how, how the hell he, at that point, ran rapid as fast, rapid as, fast as he did away from the um, chasing Northampton boys. That kid, bloody hell, for a back row. He's not English, is he? He's, got, he's, he's been selected for the Scotland team, hasn't he? Um. Yeah, I believe he has, hasn't he? For the... Yeah, what a loss. I mean, he was he, that try was just bloody brilliant. What a game! What a way to end the kind of game at the wreck in the sun, in the fans yeah. back in. Um, bonus bonus point try as well, wasn't it? Yeah, and obviously securing you boys um, Heineken Cup rugby next season. Um, yeah, but I, I do think again, you like I, know, I don't want to just go into it again, but yeah, you know, to concede twenty four points again, need to kind of get that defence shored up, don't they? Yeah, I, I, yeah, totally. I mean, it was like you say, it was just it was, it was, it was, yeah, especially for the neutral cracking game of rugby, wasn't it? Some, some, some great rugby and some, some good tries by both sides. I think, particular, like you said, the Bayless try was un, unbelievable, wasn't it? Just to leave backs for dead like he did, wasn't it, for, to score that one? Yeah, absolutely. And also the, uh, I thought the Falatau try was superb. Anthony Watson's break was just unbelievable. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was lovely. And his final uh, offload pass to. Uh, to Falato as well was uh, that was a great try, but um, yeah, uh, again, it depends what cap you got on it, isn't it? Neg- negative anti bar for just positive, good, good rugby at the end of the day, a win's a win, isn't it? Um, that could quite easily the way Bath season's gone have been a defeat. Um, uh, Northampton have stuttered a bit over the last uh, few rounds on, on consistency, but but. Um, they're a dangerous side when they when they come and play, aren't they? Especially yeah, absolutely. in fact. Uh, so um, yeah, just just yeah. All, all I'm taking from it is it's positive to end, end the season on a win and a, a good, you know, a good a good game of rugby in the sun. 
to finish it off at the rack, isn't it? But... Absolutely. Which I think is something you asked for last week on the on the ill-fated rugby podcast from hell episode. <laughs> um, so let's move on. Top of the table clash. Sale took the long journey down from um, Manchester. Is that where Sale is? Yes, it is. All the way down to uh, Chief Chief Chiefs. Um, and Sale rocked up. They literally came out of the blocks fighting um, and really gave Exeter a close call. Um, 14-3, uh, Sale were up at half-time, scored two fantastic tries. I mean, scored within the first five minutes, um, McGuigan's try. Uh, they just looked ruthless, didn't they? Um, and sheer brutality. And I think they really did have Exeter's cards marked. Um, and it wasn't kind of until Sam Skinner's red card in the 54th minute that Exeter kind of seemed to start playing, really. Yeah. Um, thoughts? Uh, similar, really, mate. I'd... Hats off to, to Sanderson and Sale. It was a fantastic effort, wasn't it? They they definitely went 110% at Exeter, didn't they? Uh, but yeah, just... Uh, that, like you say, uh, Chiefs negative for Chiefs is again they um, haven't started well first half and, and and gone behind and they were what was it Skinner went off about fifty three fifty four minutes or something weren't they were they were eighteen three down weren't they yeah um, for the positive and the worry for everyone else is uh, they're, they're down a man and and came back from eighteen three down to win it isn't it which is, is it's just unbelievable, isn't it? With yeah. basically a quarter of the game to go, but um, just to turn the game that much, that just shows what belief and and uh, power and, and dominance that that we know they have inside them. But uh, it's it's still there, isn't it? If anyone ever yeah. doubted that, yeah. So um, yeah, for for me anyway, Chiefs are, are still the the favourites for the for the title and the ones to beat. But okay. Cool. Let's just we'll come on to that because obviously we know we'll do predictions. Yeah, in, yeah. In, yeah, just a second because there's be some interesting talking points around the uh, exit of sale game. So Harlequins, uh, Newcastle again, long journey down from up north to south, came down to Quins. Uh, there's not much point in talking about this one much. It, it was a it was a typical Quins games where they scored lots of tries, conceded a few, um, but came out on top, winning twenty. Uh, no, 28-12 at half-time, 54-26 overall. Some cracking tries, some really intricate plays from Quinns. Um, and that's really all you can say. Yeah, I, I think, uh, and probably as far as your last game before um, semi-final, was as, as good as you can hope, isn't it? It was almost a, a bit of a training game, ground game, wasn't it? Training game, yeah. just a, a, good, a, a relatively straightforward win. And... Uh, no injuries picked up as far as I know for them. So um, they'll they'll be as fresh as you can be other than Bristol who had a complete break, didn't they? But, yeah. I just just before we move on, Radwan, another bloody yeah. ama amazing great try. Great I great really, great. I really am hoping he, he is in the England team. I know obviously he's in the squad, but I just think he, he should be given a chance to show what he can do. Yeah, yeah. And then, then the Tigers game. Um, Rico Arena, we've not won there in six years, I think it is. 24-21 at half-time, really enthralling game. Tigers come out on top 38-31. Some really lovely tries scored. Um, Dan Cole got on the score sheet. I think that's his second try in his entire Leicester career. Um, defensively, 
I was going to say defensively, Tyler's looked good, but that's a bit silly to say that when they let in 31 points. They let in more than both, didn't they? Yeah, but they, you know, I just <laughs> it was another really good game in the sun. It was just fun, end of season. You know, both both teams securing Heineken rugby next season. Um, finish on a win. Finish, finish on, on a win. win. Keep, keep the confidence going and review, review kind of how the season's progressed, I guess. Yeah. Agree, mate. Good, good win for for Tigers. It was a it was a close game, wasn't it? It was a good con- contested game, and they came out on top. That's the positive takeaway, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's move on to next weekend semi final playoffs. So we know the teams. We know it's one o'clock kickoff. Uh, Harlequins travel to Ashton Gates. What are you thinking, mate? Excuse me, I'm just finishing my lunch as we do. Uh, um, that's all right, professional. I love it. <laughs> yeah, time time's a bit short this week, mate. But um, I yeah, semi finals are semi final, isn't it? For both yeah. of them. So Quinns have been fantastic. Played some fantastic rug- rugby. Arguably, some of the best attacking rugby out of anyone. Certainly in the second half of this season. Um, and I I think if they pull out their A game and maintain it for 80 minutes then they can beat anyone on their day but and the big but is um i just can't see them doing it against bristol this weekend um i think the rest for bristol is going to be an, a last minute extra positive for them because they've just had you know to rest everyone's legs ready for the semi-final um but i just think they're going to have too much class and power for, for Harlequins. Um, so for me, it's the end of Quinn's very good season and a Bristol win into the final. Okay, cool. Happy days. Well, I'm going to totally disagree with you on that one. I think I, I think I think Quinn's a plan to get Bristol. I think they wanted Bristol and I think, I genuinely believe they are going to go to Ashton Gate and they are going to topple Bristol. I think it's going to be a really high scoring game. I ain't going to deny that. I, I think Quinn's like Bath need to work on the defence. Um, but I just think that Quinn's are going to, they're going to have something up their sleeves and I think they're going to have Bristol's number on this one. I think they're going to get into the final. Okay. So it's a harder Quinn's for me. Okay. I, I, I totally understand where yeah. you're coming from on that. But I, I personally I just think Pat Lambs will also have things up his sleeve. Um and will will counter and probably I I think they'll um just the, the power play, their power play is better than Quinn's. Um so I just think it'll be a a dominance game. And if, if you go head to head on a, a running rugby game, yes, Quinn's could come out, but um but Bristol aren't exactly shabby in playing no, open no. running rugby, are they? And uh, no, I agree. They've been doing it all season, haven't they? I agree, but I, I just yeah, I just got this feeling. Cool. Got this feeling. Cool. Um, I think we might disagree on the next one as well. I think we're going to, mate. I think we're going to. I think you're going. You're you're going to probably say Chiefs to take it, and I think Sales to win it. But I am going to caveat with the fact that obviously. Got quite a few injuries. Availability is uh, yeah. Sale lost Van Vandermeer. Obviously, I don't think McGinty's going to be playing. Uh, I think Tom Curry, Tom Curry, has a bit of a knock. But then you look at the fact that Exeter Chiefs will be without Sam Skinner. 
Dave Ewers has been cited, so they could potentially be without Ewers. Yeah. Um, so I think it kind of balances itself out. And I think, again, I think uh, Sanderson has kind of got the making now of what needs to be done to win down at Sandy Park. And I just think Sale are going to do it. And I think it's going to be Sale in the final with Harlequins. Okay. I am... Um... Again, I, 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 I wouldn't be massively surprised if Sale did do it. Obviously, with it being running so close this last weekend, but um, uh, and seeing how close, how close they did come to doing it. But I just, uh, it's Chiefs. It's Chiefs. Um, they're at the stage of the season that they know better than anyone. Uh, and I, I feel a bit with Sale, although fantastic. You can't take anything away from uh, the performance. It's like I think Anderson is further ahead with his experience and belief than, than maybe the squad is, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, so he's still got a way to to get the, to get the squad there, if you know what I mean. But um, Yeah, but it is, yeah, like you say, the people who potentially miss him, I think Vermeulen's still out for Chiefs, isn't he? Um, yeah. Sam Skinner, obviously, no. Um, although John Gray, I think, is back, isn't he? But... Um, Yannis Christensen. Is it Yannis Christensen? Yeah, he might be out as well. He might be out as well. And that's four big old boys, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've, you know, they've they've always got big guys to come in instead. But um, Jack Jack Nowell, I think, might be uh, available for uh, either starting or bench as well. So he makes a big impact on the side as well. For me, it's sales big one is McGinty if he's not available yeah, that's I'd a agree. huge blow for them I think that would change the d- dynamics of how they play I think they might go back to playing more off Faf with if Dupree comes in, in uh, at fly half and yeah, you might which, see Faf running the show a bit more I guess which is potentially playing into Chiefs hands a bit more isn't it Cause it's just yeah, I, yeah I can yeah. see that I can see that I just I don't know mate I just got this feeling that Sale are going to do it and they're going to take it and it's going to be a really I think whatever happens, both games are going to be fantastic and it's going to be captivating viewing. Um, yeah, in terms yeah and... both teed up for a fantastic couple of semi-finals, isn't it? Yeah, totally agree. All right, buddy. Well, let's let's leave that one there. I mean, I, I don't suppose you want to touch on the fantasy rugby this week, do you, considering i done you by 100 points? Well, I just, I, it's the first time ever, isn't it, mate? I think I, think I literally saw a pig fly over on, uh, on Sunday morning, but... So what happened there? <laughs> I don't know. Well, your, Sk- your Sam Skinner red card didn't help. He dropped you quite a few. Yeah, true. Uh, I think I just got lucky, mate, really. Danny Kerr got me over 100 points because he was my captain. Got a couple of drives, didn't he? Yeah. Totally, yeah. Too little, too late, though, like last Oh, uh, mate, way, way, way too little, too late. Way too Still late. 700 uh, or more behind, isn't it? Or something? Are you... Just one, one quick question just before we finish up. Are you at the Chiefs game on Saturday? Oh no! Didn't didn't get tickets, mate. They, there's a bit oh, of a, no. I don't really know what went on with the ticket sales, but it's obviously high demand, isn't it? They go, yeah. they go as soon as they go live, like. But no, unfortunately, no. Oh, that would have been a shame. I'd have rang you at half time for a mid-match update. We could have put on next week's podcast. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it would have been pretty cool, mate. That would have been good. All right, buddy. Well, listen, I'll let you crack on. With I'll, your, I'll go your, to the uh, Br- Bristol Chiefs final instead, mate. Get me a ticket then. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's leave it there and. Um, We'll, we'll catch up again next week. Okay, mate. Thank you very much. Speak to All you next buddy. week. See you soon, buddy. Take care. Cheers. Bye.
So that was episode 37. Thank you once again for tuning in and listening to our podcast. Thank Christ this week has gone okay. Uh, we'll obviously be back next week with the uh, semi-finals from the Gallagher Premiership. We'll also check in again with Sari's Watch and just have a little look at the news from in and around the game of rugby. Obviously, we are available on all major platforms such as Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, we are on Twitter at Top2InchesRP and on Instagram. So go over there, give us a follow, give us a like, check out our uh, site for context. And yeah, we'll be back again next week. <laughs>